Media.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host, Jesse! <laughs> That's right, fiddle! Give me the win. <laughs> you try. You you, you held in there long enough. I, I definitely did it like before I took a deep breath. I just oh, I'm just gonna start trying to do this, and I probably should have taken a breath yeah. before trying. Yeah. Well, there's always next week. But yeah, amateur. Let's get our producers in here: the Deadite Knight and Testonomics. That's right, boys. The sheriff's back in town. All right, that disaster <laughs> that was the start of the show last week. That's not gonna fly here today. That our fans loved, from what I heard. Our fans are foolish. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard wrong. Welcome to the GameZilla Politics Cast, where we discuss if we're voting for Debbie Stabenauer or John James tomorrow for U.S. Senate. Episode 232 of the GameZilla Podcast about video games brought to you by <laughs> our supporters on Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. As a patron, your contribution goes to the continued support and growth of GameZilla Media. And on this show, you could send in an email. And the Deadite Knight will read it. Every time. The miracle of literacy. Not every time, but he will read it. <laughs> Almost Sometimes. every time. Sometimes. It might eventually get read. <laughs> GameZillaMedia.com. Multiple times sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I just read emails four weeks in a row. <laughs> oh, man. Some questions are that good. You need to read them multiple times. All right. Well, let's get right into it. We don't have a lot of time tonight. It's time for Team Talk. <laughs> I told you to mute the computer <laughs> unless it was the segment. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time for your 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 shticks over there, right? But, but now that was an automatic hosting sound. But that means we now have to add that every week before team talk. Yeah, that's all. Perfect. Uh, we're not doing that. If you all wonder what just happened and you're not watching us live on twitch.tv slash Media, we'd like to thank someone for the host. Who hosted us? Doesn't matter. Uh, Jazzy, what is your <laughs> gaming moment of the week? Man, it wasn't even a real host, was it? It was gaming moment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Patrick, on stage. Jazzy, gaming moment of the week. What do you got for uh, me? Well, I played some Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm getting more comfortable in the game. You are. Now I have to learn to fight uh, with my team. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, I'm not so great at the teamwork of the game. I'm finally getting comfortable with the mechanics of the game, so now I have to learn the most important part of the game, and that is uh, working with my team, especially in game modes like Team Deathmatch, since team is in yeah. the name of the game. See, there's this thing in the upper left-hand corner that's a circle, and it's a map. And on it, you see your team. And there's when I'm playing with Jazzy, there's a, he's a darker arrow, sim, you know, symbolizing so I can track him easier versus all the light blue arrows. And sure enough, I go look, and he's just this random arrow all the way off by himself every time. All the whole squad's running running right, he's running left. 
And uh, yeah, I'm I mean, a scout. I'm the most important player on the team. <laughs> and then when I find out where they are, I don't communicate it to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, other than that, I did hop into Destiny 2 to try the <laughs> Halloween Boo. event. Boo. Uh, played through the Haunted Forest, which is basically a gauntlet where you just try to go through this gauntlet to the mini boss as many times as you can before the time expires. And then once the time expires, you go to the the big raid boss if you destroy down beat defeat whatever you want to call that raid boss then you get a certain number of fragmented souls based upon how many times you ran through the gauntlet and those fragmented souls you need 700 trillion of to get absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> so that Come on. is how there's enough <laughs> grinding in this game already what are we doing uh so I did get to play through the Haunted Forest. Uh, I did two rounds of it. It's a Destiny 2 minigame. If you're into Crucible or the, you know, the doubles during you know, Valentine's Day or anything except for Sparrow Racing, since that was actually different, um, it's basically what it is. Great. We're not going to talk about this anymore. Deadeye Gaming Moment of the Week. You know, I, I haven't had a lot of time to do gaming lately because I've been busy relaxing in the Bahamas and swimming with dolphins and uh, eating meals with world champion wrestlers and uh, kicking it with Corey Taylor. You know, I, I've, I've had a big couple weeks and uh, there just wasn't a lot of time for me to shoehorn uh, in some gaming. But I managed to get a really good session of a game that was a birthday gift from Testonomics, Mutant League Football, and I got to play it today with Grimlock in the work lunchroom. Yes, we did. And so I, I, I've been excited about Mutant League Football, and I've been waiting for it to come to Switch. You know, instead of playing it on PlayStation 4, and I don't play anything on PC, so that wouldn't have happened anyway, uh, because it's an arcade-style sports game, which to me are super fun. I'm not a big Madden guy. I'm not really into, like, the simulated sports games, but I loved Blitz and Hits, and I even played Blitz the League way more than any human being should have. So uh, Tess gave me this for my birthday, and uh, Grim watched me play a little bit of a game. I was like, man, you want to play some two-player? And he bit on it right away. And we were having a blast playing the game because it is. It's a simple pick-up-and-play game, but it's complete chaos. Yeah, it's it's Blitz. It's it's NFL Blitz with uh, demons and skeletons and aliens and uh, and lots of death. Zombies. Yeah, lots of death. The, the, I, I knew the moment that Grim was hooked on the game when, like, the third play of the game, he just killed my quarterback. Like, literally just dead, threw him in a fire pit or something like that. And then it just, when the death, oh, no, that was it. The, it was, like, the first or second play, a death report, we each had, like, six players die oh, yeah. in one play. In one play, we had 12 <laughs> people go down. Uh, by the end of that oh. game, uh, Deadeye had six quarterbacks, I think, in his roster. He had two left by the end of that game. I was really going out, go, going going for the quarterbacks. And we had to end the game early. We still had a whole quarter of play left, oh, but yeah. when our lunch break ended. So uh, you very well may have killed all of my quarterbacks, and we would have found out what happens when you run out of players yeah. to start. No, and I like the game because the na- like the team names are all just fun takes on professional football teams, and mm-hmm. even the players' names. Yeah, I don't remember any of them, but they were pretty good. What was your? What was, your, what was Cam Newton's? Um, was he like Scam Neutron or yeah, something, something like, like that? that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just it's amusing. Yeah. So you know, if you like arcade style sports, if you're a Blitz fan or Blitz the League fan, this is totally a game for you. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with that, and uh, you know we 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 were laughing so hard just. Playing the game, just enjoying a, a simple arcade uh, football experience while uh, 
you know, being ridiculous and murdering each other. Yeah. It was great. So that was that it was, was only raining blood. So I mean, it was yeah. it's it's a lighthearted game. Yeah, you know, the field was only in hell. It's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. It's uh, I I recommend it. And uh, yeah, that was definitely my game moment of the week. Is playing that at lunch today. Testonomics gaming moment of the week. So my gaming moment of the week was not actually playing any games, but when I was watching the most recent Nintendo Direct, and it was all about Smash Brothers, right? Forty minutes of Smash Brothers, and the last few minutes of this of this uh, of this direct was a story mode trailer and i watched this damn thing no less than 15 times <laughs> and then i watched people reacting to it to make sure that they were thinking the same thing i was thinking then i'm reading stuff online about how um about how uh like there's different things you're missing from that specific it was just it was crazy how much effort was put, or how many how much detail was put into, you know, two and a half minutes of, of story trailer. But then the moment happened, and as I was listening, and as it starts to come to an end, we hear the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate theme come in, and it had vocals. And I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm just, what is this? Just. Ooh, I like this. Ooh, I, I, ooh, I like this song. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There's that high note. Like, what's that high note? Then I'm like, is this the, is this the chick from Kingdom Hearts? I'm like, no, that's Yutara Hikaru. I'm like, this isn't Hikaru. Who is this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That track slaps. So that's it. <laughs> Sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> You're Whoa. a Disney movie. Whoa, I'm man. Nothing against that. Disney movies are great. Okay, you're a Disney movie. Yeah. So my gaming moment of the week was, yeah, just that that trailer that we might see a little bit later on. We'll talk a little bit more later on in the show, maybe. Yeah, but then that song tease. drops. And if you were in the Discord, exclamation point Discord in the chat, or gameslimedia.com, go to the bottom of the page, click the Discord button, you will see the exact moment in the Nintendo channel when all this started going down because I stopped being coherent, and I started typing in all caps, and I was just using different words for... A climax of happiness. Grim, you want to just get together and start l writing lyrics to songs test likes that doesn't yes, have lyrics? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think that's the key. I don't like very many songs that don't have lyrics. So my We're going to find them all. My gaming moment of the week was when Deadite and I sat down and wrote some lyrics. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no to the Ogre Battle Overworld theme? Yeah, I played lots of Call of Duty, um, and, and I had a lot of fun. It was Ooh. it was nice Ooh. It was nice to see uh, you know Jazzy, I think about a week, week and a half ago, was like, if we play multiplayer, I'm trading this game in. Okay, like literally he hated it. And hated now... It. He's running like a champ, and it just makes me makes me proud. But it's not my gaming moment of the week. I'm sorry. My gaming moment of the week wasn't when he got tilted. Wasn't playing a game. Um, Ooh, was it watching the Super Smash Brothers direct? It wasn't watching the Super Smash Brothers. That was Brothers mine. Direct. It was. I went to uh, Best Buy because my wife wanted Red Dead Redemption Two. She finally she finally nice. she finally broke and, and picked it up. And on the way back, I go, Hey, can we stop at GameStop? I wanted to see if they have uh, a scuff accessory pack for my new controller. I get in the store. They don't have it, the, the particular store I stop at. and But as I stopped, I had already picked up a, uh, a birthday gift for our, our good friend, Five Mile Rick. And I wasn't really thrilled about it, but I couldn't figure out what to get him. And I'm like, this is some kind of cool. I think he'll like it. And that's when I walk by the counter and I just freeze for a second. And I'm like, what? Is, th is this real? I've never seen this before. 
and I'm staring at a Sentinel shield life size from Destiny, his favorite game, and I'm like, oh my god, we I have to get this for Rick. Didn't even know what the price was on it yet. I'm like, I'm buying this. And uh, for those of you that don't know our good friend Rick, he loves the Titan series, and the Shield Bash has been one of his one of his go tos. Um, so this shield was about eighty bucks. We uh, Jazzy and I went have these on it, picked it up for him for his birthday. Maybe we'll share in the Discord, or we already did share it in the Discord. But I'll share it again. He, this the sheer happiness that Rick had when when we gave him the shield. I mean, he I don't even looked, question him anymore. He looked like a kid. He just—he's just like, hey, cash at me forty bucks. I usually have and a I good just, reason. I just cash app him forty bucks, and then in like the description of my cash app, I'm like, what's this for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, pretty accurate. That's hey, pretty Jazzy, accurate. Jazzy, cash at me a hundred dollars. On it. Yep. But um, anyways, so I don't know. I just had a. I always enjoy when I find an item that like I know is special, or I know the other person doesn't is not aware that it exists yet. And that's hard when it comes to Five Mile Rick, when it comes to the game of Destiny, that he doesn't know about something. But I handed him the box, and he was like, what the hell is this? When did this come out? And I was like, yeah, we got him. We got him good. And uh, so anyways, he's super happy. He had a birthday over the weekend, and that was a good time. So as much shit as I give Destiny, that was uh, my gaming moment of the week revolving around Destiny. Now my horrible moment of the week and my bitch fest that no one knew was coming is happened today right before this show and no one knows what happened except me. And Deadeye, you have a clue of what happened. So on Saturday, I bought Rick a birthday present oh, yeah. from GameStop. It was a shield from Destiny. I've heard of it. My bill was like $108.09. I don't know why I know that exactly. Oh, yeah, I do. Because GameStop double-charged me. That's why. <laughs> so I get home. My bank's hit twice. I'm like, oh, okay. That's That sucks. The The computer froze while I was there, and the guy was like, you know, it, it won't charge you because your, uh, your, your points card that you redeemed for 15 bucks is still activated, so that means it didn't take. Okay. You know what? I'll take your word for it. It's cool, man. I get home. He lied. So I call him, and I'm going to use his name. His name is Thor. I kid you not. Thor. Damn, we put Thor on blast. And I don't, even mean, I don't even mean his name tag. Like, it literally in the computer said Thor. I think his real name is Thor. I bet he was about as smart as your dog. Ooh. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm on blast, Thor. So this is what the guy tells me. He goes, oh, man, sorry about that. Just call your bank and have it reversed. That's not how that works in retail. And I'm like, what, really? And he's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Saturday. I mean, I could call corporate, but, uh, you know, I, I, I guess, like, if you call your bank on Monday and they won't do it, just call me and, and we'll figure it out. And I'm like, what kind of what kind of customer service, like, is this, right? So I, I'm, it's Saturday. What am I going to do anyways? I'll wait till Monday before I deal with anything. So I call my bank. They're like, yeah, you know, we can dispute it. Here's a form. It's five pages long, and uh, you got to fill it out with your blood, send it in. We'll take 30 days to decide on it, and then, you know, we'll let you know. I'm like, well, by then, I, like, I'll just call GameStop, okay? I'm just going to call GameStop corporate, and that's what I did after work. I told Deadeye, I was like, you can come over early if this goes smooth. Did I? Did you come over early? Well, you said, yeah. You're like, yeah. I'll text you when the coast is clear. Yeah. And did so I text you? No, no, didn't you didn't text. Not. You didn't think so. So I get on the phone. Not only did uh, not only did I have to you know wait on on the phone for quite a while to get even talk to somebody, but then when they answer, 
they're like, oh, uh, you know, what's this for? And I tell them, you know, I got double charged. The computer froze. Then they try to ring me on another computer, and you guys literally daisy chain your your registers together to get out to the internet. Like, I don't know who does that, but that seems like a really bad idea. Idiots. And so, it goes on for forty five minutes of me trying to prove that I didn't buy two shields and two. Let's see, it would have been it would have been shields and. I forgot I forgot the other item that we bought, but oh, I bought one of those Super Nintendo jumbo cartridges that have the t shirt inside of it as Super Metroid. Oh yeah. Okay? Oh yeah. I'm like, I didn't buy two shields and two of the same shirt. I bought one shield, one shirt, like I have the receipt. I don't have the receipt for the second order because it didn't get processed. Oh well, what's the last four on the card? Tell them. I'm like, oh. Well, that well, you were in Livonia though, and I'm like, my wife was in Livonia 30 minutes after to to pick up the thing that I the accessory pack that I originally wanted that wasn't at your store. Oh, so then it was the Northville store. I'm like, yeah, I just told you Northville on Haggerty Road. Like, and there and then he reads it back off to me. I'm like, yes, that store. He goes, oh, I see the charges. I'm like, oh my god, man. Like seriously, I just like, can you process this or not? He goes, okay. Well, here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to send it to the right team. <laughs> what, what have I been talking to you for? I'm going to send it to the right team. It will take five days for them to review it. Okay? After they review it, if they if they decide in your favor, it will then take seven to 12 days for them to process your refund. So it'll take two weeks for us to get you your money. I'm like, that's fine, man. Just process it and 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 give me give me a confirmation code and let me go on with my day. So here I am, out an extra $108 because I was trying to be a good friend. And uh, yeah, that that's that's this is my this is my experiences that I always end up having with GameStop. I don't know why. Some people love GameStop, some people have a good time, but like I just can't seem to like get I I don't get it. I just so I don't I go have to the GameStop worst, anymore. I have the worst luck when it comes to GameStop. I actually <sighs> vowed never to go there again, and I don't. And our buddy Rick, who we bought the shield for, uses my point card. Because he's like, man, can I use your point card? I'm like, sure. I get emails that say, and I quote, this happened this past weekend, happy birthday, Rick. <laughs> because he's used my point card so much that <laughs> it knows him. It. <laughs> yeah. They kind of change <laughs> the information on this <laughs> points card. Uh, but anyways, that was my, that, that's been my fun moment. Uh dealing with GameStop once again for some BS. But uh, anyways, let us know what your bitch moment of the week is or gaming moment of the week is in the Discord. You can join the Discord for free, gameslovemedia.com. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. You can go to the PlayStation chat and learn about my new scuff controller that I've had some major issues and then kind of seemed like I got something going on finally proper with this scuff controller. Or head right on over to Gaming General where I will be sharing my GameStop frustrations. And there's many other channels you can talk about whatever you want. So there you go. Maybe you like GameStop and you want to argue with me. Good luck because I'm not in the mood. I'm going to start. I'm going to start being a GameStop fanboy. I already have one. His name's Invalid. Yeah, I'm going to get so much money there. I'm like, dude, stop. I'm going to get on Team Invalid, though. <laughs> Dad, you want to go to GameStop after work tomorrow? So Man. Anything good? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, I you don't. couldn't do that to yourself. I've spent enough money recently. All right, let's get into the news. 
I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. Alexander, what about this monster story of yours? Topic number one, NFL has teamed up with Fortnite. That's right. You can now play Fortnite, or soon can play Fortnite, as your favorite team football player. Let's go Detroit Lions. I'm about as good at Fortnite as the Lions are at football. It's a match made in heaven. No, I I don't know. This is a huge miss for me. I'm sorry. I I don't want to get into this. but, But, Jesse, why don't you tell us why this matters? This matters because Fortnite is the biggest game in the world, and football is the biggest sport in North America, and they're teaming up together to give everybody who plays this game what they want, which is clearly more scams. So coming up this Friday, November 9th, you'll be able to uh, pick up the uniform of all 32 teams of the NFL and play as your favorite football team during Fortnite. I, I know this is going to make a ton of money. Like, a ton of money. I get that. But, overall, I just... I'm watching Fortnite, and, and I mean, it's like you already said, it's one of the biggest... Ga- it's, it is the biggest game in the world. I'm watching it just sell out on... Sell out over sell out over sell out. I'm just like, oh, man, what's next? What's next? Like, now we got all these NFL... Like, it was fine when, like, they'd make a skin that kind of was like, oh, that's a John Wick, like, rip off you know or something like that but now it's just who's going to pay us the most money so that they could put advertising inside of our game and I don't know I'm just I'm not in, like not that I'm playing a ton of Fortnite anymore but this to me is just I'm not a I, I'm not happy to see this do we got a price on this yet it'll be the same price as your typical skins somewhere between 12 and 15 dollars per team no you get a, oh, say, so you get the skin right you purchase the avatar and then you can change the jersey and the jersey number in between matches. So you can you get all of the teams with the one purchase. That's not that bad. I mean, when they did the Olympics, like the Winter Olympics, like skier, I think it was, it was a $15 purchase per country, per country. that you were doing it for. Um, I mean, I think this is nothing more than like the NFL's like, hey, uh, we don't have a lot of kids watching our sport. Oh, that's exactly What it. can we do And Epic's like, we got you, fam? Yeah, no, that's 100% it. That's real cheap. This is, the, this is probably the most, lo- the, the biggest value you've been able to get. Like, this is almost like a clearance purchase at that point. Because it's like you get 32, what is it, 32 teams? How many teams are there in the NFL? Yes. 32? Yeah. You get 32 skins for the price of one. Can you take the helmet off? Do we know if we can take the helmet off? I uh, didn't say anything about that. It, it did say there's three different avatars, so I don't know if like there's a difference between like the male and female characters, or if there's going to be another one, or if they split it. So there's so probably going like, to be three skins yeah, to buy. Yeah, then. so like 16 teams, you okay. know, on one, and then 16 teams on the other, maybe, and then like a just general Fortnite football jersey type of thing. So we'll find out. Jazzy, what team would you be on here? Yeah, I would be the Jacksonville Jaguars and then I would take a photo and then give it to my boy Bax and say, Hey look, I'm your boys in Fortnite. Dad, what team would you pick? You give me Minnesota number eight. You like <laughs> that? My man Kirk Cousins. Come on. That's my boy. And then uh Test, what team would you pick? I don't give a shit about sports, so I just do Detroit like I do in anything else. Gotcha. I'd pick the Browns because I think this is stupid and I just picked the worst team I could pick. 
But they're not the. You should have won with the Bills. Man, you a Bills Mafia guy. <laughs> Bills. Oh. Test would be into the Bills Mafia because they, they body slam people through flaming tables. <laughs> yep. In the NFL. Yes, the fans light their tailgate tables on fire and slam and like power bomb each other through them. Did you find out who in the Monster Football League uses a shotgun yet? Uh, today, who was I playing as today, Grim? I was. You were Carolina. Whatever yeah, the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panziers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. And I was the Jaguars, whatever they were called. Yeah. I can't remember. But. Jaguars. They they were like the. Uh, I can't remember. Bashanville Jaguars. Something like something. that. Yeah. I just think that this is more fun to talk about than Fortnite and their stupid NFL skins. You're not wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I'm We're just, mutant league guys now. I'm curious to see how much money this makes, and and I think Tess makes a really good point: is that the NFL is struggling with viewership, um, and and, though, and they're trying new things by th- throwing games on Twitch and doing this other, you know, more interactive options. But this is a smart move to take all 32 of your brands technically and throw them into the most popular game in the world so that people have to see them every day and then it just makes that connection doesn't that doesn't guarantee that someone's going to go watch you know football but it does start to brainwash them in a way where they start thinking about the teams that they care about I'll buy it. I mean all Will the- you really? <laughs> no, I've been spending money on Pokey coins and Pokemon Go. So uh, no. Yeah. The Football players were doing Fortnite end zone dances. So, I mean, they're basically the NFL O's epic. The football players? Oh, we're doing the Fortnite. Yeah, touchdown yeah. dances yeah. recently. Yeah, the have celebrations. Become, yeah, yeah. The celebrations. They've become a lot of Fortnite So, dances. now Epic called up the NFL and be like, man, listen, we're going to need you to put your skins in the game because you owe us. Or we're going to We gave sue. you great dances. <laughs> I doubt that. I, Jazzy, <laughs> I doubt that's what happened. We're going to move on, though. Could happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jazzy, right. It could happen. Could happen. Could happen. <laughs> We're going to move on to our next topic. BlizzCon happened over the weekend, and though a lot of exciting things took place at BlizzCon, unfortunately, uh, Blizzard just couldn't get out of their own way. So, yeah, we got a remaster of Warcraft 3. Yeah, we got a new hero for Overwatch. But, also, Overwatch shutting down. Yep. What? No, I'm just kidding. I yeah. wish it would, though. No, it's not. You wish happen. it would. It's just too much publicity for Overwatch still. Like, I like the game. It's enjoyable. But, like, every, like, time I flip on my news article, it's always Overwatch. Yeah, well, just because you don't like Overwatch doesn't mean they can't talk about it. Yeah. What would you rather they talk about? <laughs> Jesse, I've sat here for years and just listened to you talk about League, and I couldn't <laughs> care any less. Yeah. Well, that's what I want my phone to do. It's supposed to be so, a smartphone. <laughs> I would look up League shit on my phone. You do realize you can tell League. it. You can tell your phone to stop showing you Overwatch news, right? But you never told me that. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Diablo 4 did not get announced. Like everyone was hoping it would, uh, rumors circled before BlizzCon really got going, and and uh, Blizzard was Blizzard kind of shut it down, said it's not going to happen. And instead, Diablo Immortal got announced, which is a mobile game. And uh, Diablo Four Immortal. No, this is actually takes place between Diablo Two and Three. Okay. Yeah. So it uh, is this. It's a full-fledged Diablo game that's a mobile game, and you know, at first everyone was kind of like, I don't want to say everybody, but at first I think people were interested until they started to unravel it and, and really get upset. 
And I think it, you know, it started quickly at BlizzCon, where all these people gathered thinking that they were going to get the, this next major installment, whatever it be, for Diablo. And instead, they got this mobile game that was, it was yes, Blizzard had their hands in on it, but it was also uh, developed by, was it NetEase? Yeah, NetEase Games. Um, and people started to reference a game that they had made and that this was a reskin and it looked just like another game that NetEase had created and it just blew up. I mean, you're talking Blizzard releases a trailer on YouTube and it gets 2.3 thousand likes and 25,000 dislikes. And that's pretty impressive when you're Blizzard to be able to throw up a video and get that much hate. See, this is the fans overreacting and being stupid. You want to know why? They they don't they don't know their history, they don't know that things like this can be monster monstrously successful. Let's go back. Let's go back to the eighties. Let's go back to one a giant the biggest video game company in the world reskinned a little game called Doki Doki Panic and sold it to us as a Mario game. Made a ton of money and Mario Two is a great game. <laughs> so don't go around bashing uh, Diablo Immortals because it's a reskin of a different game. It could be great. Maybe. Work for Nintendo, maybe. could work for Blizzard. It, I don't even know if it's a maybe. We have an update on the videos, by the way. I'm sorry. They have 3.3 thousand likes and 85,000 dislikes. So, just a little bit. Just a and little bit of difference. Those are the same nerds that have been like, I don't want to play Doki Doki Panic. So, again, I think the issue here was Blizzard came out and started to kind of build up on... Blizzard does this, right? They are very epic when they come to their announcements and they and they really pushed that Diablo was going to have the spotlight they were, it was going to close the the opening ceremony and re, and everyone was like cool we're getting Diablo 4 and it turns out just today it started leaking that they were supposed to get Diablo 4 Diablo 4 was actually supposed to be a BlizzCon according to sources on Kotaku stating that uh, it was pulled last minute from BlizzCon uh, and in, in this place, Diablo Immortals was was put, and yes, now you can start to see where some of this this anger from this fan base came from. It doesn't mean Diablo Immortals won't be good. Like you're right, it could be a pretty decent mobile game. Might be one of the better mobile games that been that's been released in recent times. But bottom line is, how do you give a mobile game for an installment of Diablo the spotlight at BlizzCon 2018? I could see being very disappointed in that as well. As far as the build-up going through, I mean, heck, Warcraft 3 Remastered is a better spotlight than, than I think, Diablo Immortal. Warcraft 3 is getting a remaster? I don't know what you're pointing at. But go ahead. Wait, that was a serious question. Warcraft 3 is getting a remastered? Yeah. I didn't watch anything about BlizzCon because there wasn't Hearthstone or I said that right at the beginning Overwatch. of the, right at the beginning of this news article. You Man. clearly were playing with your iPhone over there. I was thinking about how Overwatch <laughs> wasn't announced. Were you for the pre-ordering Switch. Diablo Immortals? Yeah, I was making sure I was on that mailing list. What's it coming out for? So, <laughs> just PC? A PC is what I know of so far. Yeah. Thank you. So we have an email relating to this subject, so we're not just saving it for the email segment. Ooh. Oh, is that what this Ooh. is? Yeah, that was. Oh, I was hoping you don't know what yeah. that is. Now you know. Now if I point to the screen, it means I want to read something. That could be on like screen. shows getting too long. That could be like no, talk no, that, that's I tap that the wrist like, like a I need to take a dump. Yeah, wow. No, that that's I know sign language for that. <laughs> I know how to. Yeah, I know. I know a little bit of sign language. So can we? Yeah, can we see it again? What's it? What does it look like? Oh, it's like the thumb coming out of the bottom of your yep. other hand. Got it. Okay, so that's, that's you got to poop. Got it. All right. We, we're, we understand it now. We clarified. That's yeah. good. 
Anyways, we have an email. So I'm going to smoothly point to this monitor. Oh, and go hey, into you know what? Thing. I think we have a question oh, about this. Oh, we sure do. Hey, there's a question from <laughs> Button Masher Caleb. With the disaster that was the announcement of Diablo Immortals at BlizzCon, is it time for gaming companies to realize that hyping and highlighting a mobile game at a conference for hardcores is usually a PR nightmare? In my opinion, if it was announced as a side project or in a short video clip or a blog, the backlash wouldn't be as severe. Discuss, my bros. Well, I mean, it comes out to this whole point that the original plan for BlizzCon 2018, according to two people familiar with Blizzard's plans, was that Blizzard was to announce the mobile game Diablo Immortals and then end on a video in which the company co-founder was going to tell the audience that a proper Diablo 4 was in development. But they cut that. So when you when you think of what they were supposed to do, it makes sense. Like, it's, it's 100% acceptable. When you decided to cut that video at the end, I have no clue why you thought... <laughs> the front end of that was going to be enough. And so yeah, if you would have took that cut that away and throughout the weekend, just like just like BlizzCon does, there were other announcements that happened throughout the weekend, you could have dropped, Hey, we don't have Diablo 4 ready to show you, but here's Diablo Immortals as like a little side perk, as a little gift, you know? Um yeah, that that would have been a million times better than what they tried to pull here, which was just a quick scam. Listen, first of all, I don't really care for his verbiage of hardcore gamers at BlizzCon. Listen, when you go to BlizzCon, you're a fan of Blizzard. And if you have a problem with the fact that they have a mobile game out and your butt hurt, then don't go to fucking BlizzCon, okay? You're not a true Blizzard fanboy. How about that? And I don't want to hear this bullshit about the mobile gaming community, all right? It's getting big. Amazon held a tournament that had a $100,000 prize pool. First of all, I never argue that gaming, mobile gaming isn't big, okay? It's guys, big. Guys, I heard, I heard that Sims 4 Mobile is great. Yeah. It is. I also heard Dragon Seeds <laughs> it is. Is, or whatever. Merge Dragons. Or Dragon Seeds merge, is also great. You got all, this is all great. This is all great. Pokemon Go. I, I was I played a lot of Pokemon Go yesterday. That's like Jazzy dropping that. Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> so so I, I feel a little a little bit for the the Blizzard community, the the Diablo community on this because EA just did that to me with with uh, Command and Conquer when they're like, hey, look, new Command and Conquer. It's a really dumb mobile game. I'm like, oh man, well I downloaded it, tried it, and then went back to living a life of disappointment. When um, two months later, we found out that they're actually working on remastering Command and Conquer games. Why wasn't that part of the announcement? Like, hey, here's this stupid mobile game. By the way, we're working on remastering the old game. So like, but the difference is, is I don't attack the company with Venom. I'm like, yeah. You ruined everything I like. This is dumb. I was just no, like, you just do that to 2K. Uh, 2, 2K. <laughs> I, I approach it with disappointment. Like, well, it's another company. Don't. Why do you have to bring 2K up when I'm having a good time? <laughs> <laughs> just to get you fired up to realize this is not okay. It's fine. Who cares? This is why it's not okay. Okay. You have Diablo 4 that clearly was removed at the end of this show. And, and from from the the states is that from the statements is that people uh, close to the Diablo team said it wasn't ready. To, they weren't ready to commit to an announcement as Diablo Four has changed drastically over the past four years and may continue to change further. Okay, so it's gone through two different iterations under different directors. They've really been tearing this thing apart and rebuilding it. That's fine. I don't need gameplay. Okay, P 
pull pull a card out of Nintendo's pocket here and throw a Diablo with four fucking slashes and close it out. Show the immortal show the immortal uh, mobile game. Everybody gets quiet and gets upset. And then right when you're like, everybody, it was a great time. Thank you for coming to the opening ceremony. Have a fantastic weekend. Oh, and yeah, we got one more thing for you. And just flash a, a logo. Just flash a logo and say in development and shut it down because you clearly have admitted that Diablo 4 exists. Well, see, here's the problem because here's what really happened, all right? It's I stupid. I actually know people that work on Diablo Blizzard. No, you don't. And, yeah, and this is what I was told, insider you information. You don't know anybody that works on a podcast. That's true. Jazzy, I'm looking forward to your insider information this, right now. Yeah, this is very <sighs> insider, all right? This is going to be good. The mobile game is called Diablo Immortal, Okay. Okay. Then when they found out how horribly that went at BlizzCon, they realized, oh shit, Diablo 4 is actually just a clone of this game for console. Jazzy, so we what the abort. hell are you talking about? <laughs> just stop. Just stop. I, um... They had to abort. I need to leave. They're like, man, we need <laughs> forever. To we need to abort because we just took a cologne of the mobile game, and that's Diablo Four. A cologne. It's scented the same. Cologne. Yeah, yeah, the cologne. It smells that, delicious. Mm, mm, Diablo. This is just what Hell the insiders told me. I can't help it if oh, their words are incorrect. It's a. Uh, you got. You heard a jazzy leak here jazzy first. Jazzy leak right here. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the problem, yeah. The problem I have with this too is that Blizzard has assured fans publicly that multiple Diablo games are in development. Right? We've heard this for months now, and uh, th- so everyone got excited because they thought they were getting four. And then when they didn't get four, we got we got this phone game. And then Blizzard's response to all this because they they actually came out and go and went, "Wow, we didn't expect all this negativity. Really, really, Blizzard, who?" Who runs your company? Because, like, I could have told you that if, if you would have came to me and said, here, here's my idea, I'd be like, well, yeah, if you want to get booed off the stage, that's a good idea. Like, it was plain as day that this was a bad idea. And so the fact that you were shocked upsets me even more. The fact that you publicly told people that upsets your crowd even more because you don't understand your fan base and you clearly don't understand what they're waiting for since 2012. Okay, we're not talking like Diablo 3 came out a few years ago. So, I'm sorry that you have built Diablo 4 and it's been and it's gone in the wrong direction so that you've started over multiple times, but again, a simple Diablo skull, four slashes in development, close it out would have probably like it wouldn't have saved face. I don't think you would have right. necessarily saved. You wouldn't have been like this Bethesda, is the greatest BlizzCon yeah. ever, but you still would have been way better off than where you're at right now. Well, Bethesda did the same thing at E3, where they had like mobile card games and stuff like that, and then they showed two quick like ten second trailers like in development, and then people were still like, man, I wish we would have had more instead of this mo- like. Right, but, but people aren't going to be happy no Bethesda, matter what. I don't so think. okay, so Bethesda but they, they did a lot better job. Bethesda I'm, I'm did that, and I'm not going to lie. People that were like, like, yeah, we're not excited about Fallout 76. It's not that's not my Fallout. You know, like I didn't ask for this online garbage. Blah blah blah. I don't get. But you know what? The Starfield announcement and the Elder Scrolls announcement saved that show. If you would have ended on Fallout 76, you would have had people probably crawling on the stage trying to like murder somebody. Okay, but but just two. Ten second like clips of a of a scenery and space, and they were like, "Bethesda's good, man. We can't wait. Might be seven years, but we can't wait." 
I, I I remember the crushing death in your and and in Juno Jade's heart after that Bethesda show. How can you say that? Because I remember how disappointed everyone was with that. It was a really similar level of disappointment to this. It was a okay. So here's the thing. It, I uh, Juno Jade was was crushed. Yeah. She wrote a blog about it. She was very upset. I actually wasn't that upset. I thought, I thought, yeah, I kind of expected them to just be like, with tease, like teaser. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for a little bit more, sure, but because they gave it to us, I still gave them a pass. You didn't, you, you didn't win E three. You didn't impress me, but you passed E three. This is your own show. This isn't E three. This is BlizzCon. Okay, this is your show. You put it on. The only thing you have is your stuff, and you can't even, you can't even go on stage and actually hype up your crowd. Like that is sad, and that is a problem. And and then the worst part of it is with all these articles that came out is that the excitement around Diablo Four has kind of been tainted. Like I'm not like next year if they do decide to talk about Diablo Four, people will be excited. Of course they will. But the problem is is that the the excitement that you would have had with that crazy just splash page is is lost now because now everyone realizes you were going to talk about four and then you pulled it. That's that's what the story is now. The story is that it was there. We weren't ready to tell you about it, but now you know about it. So surprise. Do we think that people are upset too? Because really, this year at BlizzCon, there's nothing else aside from this potentially coming out. Like they're in between. Uh, wow, you know, talking about they got a new Hearthstone expansion coming out, man. <laughs> Did they have a new Hearthstone expansion every other month? So yeah, that's not big news. It's the only way they can balance the game. <laughs> same thing with Heroes of Storm. You get a new champion. So it's like, so it's like, wow, they're in between. Um, Overwatch, you're getting a new character, so like they're getting new characters. Ash, every <laughs> every four months, every once a quarter. So there's no real like big hype like game or expansion coming out. So this was like what people were expecting, and it yeah. just didn't happen. Well, because you hadn't done anything with Diablo since 2012, besides re-release it 17,000 times. So, well, I mean, they've re-released the game how many times? That's 17,000. Doing something with it? Yeah, I know. I'm about to buy it again on Switch, but still remastered yeah, for the third time. I know, but I don't know. I I this is really this really disappointed me. I, like I didn't watch BlizzCon because I didn't buy a virtual ticket or I didn't you know whatever. But when the news broke, I was like, when, when so I was watching like a, a blog feed because I was at work or whatever. Or not, yeah, I was stuck at work on the weekend, but um, I was watching a blog feed and and the and the Diablo Immortal thing hit and I was like, oh cool, all right. Then they're getting into Diablo news. Like something else will hit after this. And then the blog just stopped. And I was like, huh, the blog must have broke or something. And then I found out no, that was the end of the show. And I was like, what? And I just kind of went out of my day. But then turned around maybe maybe a couple hours later to find just the internet on fire. So I don't know. I uh, this was a huge miss for for Blizzard. Something that you don't normally do. You know, Blizzard is not... They don't mess up like this. Especially BlizzCon. It's been a very positive show for a number of years. Yeah, especially but. since their excuse is it wasn't ready. Like, give them something. Like, even if it's not ready, throw it out there. Like, what? what's it going to hurt at this point? You've already kind of, like, dropped the ball. Well, yeah. It just comes back to, like, well, we might change it again. Well, then just just a splash page, and, and let's move on. Is BlizzCon over? BlizzCon is over. Yeah. So I'm not getting Overwatch on the Switch this year? Not, not if it was supposed to happen at BlizzCon. Man. But you are getting Diablo Immortal on mobile. 
All right, so let's move on to our Patreon news topic of the week. Every week we let our patrons vote. $5 perk or above gets to vote on a news topic on every show. This week, Nintendo loses out, but our winner is Fallout 76. Huh, what do you know? Another, oh, oh, yeah, this is probably proper. So, um, it was interesting because Fallout 76 beta has been going on. It hasn't been getting a lot of love. There's a ton of bugs, which Bethesda came out and said, hey, by the way, there's going to be a lot of bugs. Just let us know what doesn't work. That's literally per- word for word almost their statement. And then for some reason, Bethesda comes out and says to a question of how long will Fallout 76 servers be online? And the Bethesda boss says, forever. 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 That was the answer to this question. So Fallout 76, unlike other games, is an online multiplayer-focused game that requires an internet connection. And that left people to ask the question, especially with with the beta not faring great, is to... Well, how long do you plan for the servers to be on? And the answer was, uh, Fallout 76 can last until the sun burns out. How long is Fallout 76 going to be up? Forever, Hines told uh, GameSpot. Uh, He went on to say, doubling down on what he said before, I don't know how to give an answer other than that. It's not like anybody makes a game and goes, well, this is going to make it 10 years if we're lucky. Nobody thinks that way. How long has WoW been up now? And uh, is that game planning to sunset in a year? I seriously doubt it. You are not World of Warcraft. No one is. Blizzard can't even make another World of Warcraft. Blizzard needs to so they can update their <laughs> server engines. <laughs> but um, maybe that'll be BlizzCon 2019. I just think it's funny for a game that hasn't been getting the greatest marks and, and people are already complaining about just some of the decisions made on Bethesda's side that you're going to come out and be like forever until the sun burns out. And then here's another way that, that a company can go, Oh, yeah, you know what? We really tried hard for four years, but no one really likes this game. And we didn't think about the cost of servers and and internet and and maintenance and, and, you know, data centers and and upkeep and all these other things that come along with trying to run an online game like this. So we're going to shut it down. I just don't understand why people can't just be honest with it. Like, why do they have to have it? Until the sun burns out. Here's the bottom line. Your answer, <laughs> his answer was good. Until it's not viable to keep it up anymore. Yeah. His answer was actually good. Do Does anybody come out making a game with the idea of, like, it's going to be 10 years? It's like, maybe not. But, I mean, I pretty much, I remember Destiny coming out and saying, like, it's a 10-year arc. We have a 10-year plan for right. Destiny, right? So, like, some people do, actually. And but other people don't, and they do not overpromise and just go, yeah, we're gonna do it until the earth explodes. Like, no, you just be like, hey man, you know what? It's an online game. We're gonna run it until people don't want to play it anymore. Do you remember City of Heroes, City of Villains? Great MMO, fantastic. Guess what? The servers are not up anymore. You wanna know why? It, it didn't make any sense to keep them running with the player base that was still on it, which was practically no one. So, I just. I hate this. I hate this because it's another one of those things of like yeah. just swinging for the swinging for the fences here, and you're just creating disappointment because I can't imagine Bethesda says, "Yeah, we're gonna leave it up, even if we're losing money, even if it's costing us a lot of money, we're gonna leave it up. 
We're going to leave it up. <laughs> because promise. You're, because you're not. We promise. It's just dumb. Like, you know, even we're going to leave it up out... until it, it, it's not physically <laughs> yeah. and financially fit for us to keep it up anymore. Yeah, period. even when we come out with the next online service that, like, takes off, we're going to keep it up. So, like, a great example. Epic Games had this game that they were pushing hard. They wanted it to be so successful. Paragon. Paragon. It was the MOBA that was going to take on League of Legends. And then they made Fortnite. Okay? And guess what Fortnite did? It blew up, right? You think we all know this by now. What happened to Paragon? They kept the servers up. They shut it down. Sun is still shining. No. They shut it down. They gave away the assets. They were like, oh, do you make games via Epic Engine? Here, have all our assets. At At least we could do something with them. They shut it down because they had their cash cow. And, like, Bethesda's not going to be any different here. They're going to make the, a proper Fallout game or a proper online multiplayer game. They're going to go like, oh, cool. We need these server resources to put towards our new game instead of our old game that no one plays. That's it. I So, yeah, I, I, I hate this answer. It's just a typical over just overshot by the gaming industry like we're used to seeing now and this is this is just it's bad this 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 is just bad Jazzy anything else on this I'm gonna look up how long it is until the sun burns out <laughs> okay you look that up Tess you got anything to say on this this th- when they say it's gonna be up forever that reminds me of a quote by the illustrious Andre 3000 hmm okay forever never seems that long until you're grown and notice that the day-by-day ruler can't be too wrong. I mean, no one's going to stop me. I'm just going to keep reading Miss Jackson lyrics until yeah. someone stops me. Uh-huh. Man, they going for a long time because according to this. What's this? At space.com. Oh. It says that the sun has used up less than half of its hydrogen fuel, and it's been around for 4.6 billion years. So it has over 5 billion years left. Oh, good. Until it burns out. No way the Earth lasts that long, so it's not a problem. Yeah, and also Fallout 76. Bethesda will, though. Yeah. This, Fallout 76 servers. This is the interesting thing, though, is that on the um, franchise's online support, there can come a time when developers understandably choose to focus on newer titles that have more active player populations. Heinz suggests that Bethesda may stop operating Fallout 76 if people stop playing. But again, he stressed that Bethesda's support for Fallout 6 aims to be never-ending. So you come on, you say, until the sun burns out, and then you backpedal and go, as long as people are playing. <laughs> like, what? So, as what long is as, it wrong with you? As long as the sun doesn't last five billion years. I just, I don't know. I, I hate I hate this stuff because even if he didn't mean it, like, clearly some other quotes in here is that they clearly are under the concept that if nobody's playing the game, they're going to shut it down. But the problem is, is that you've fed the you've fed the world this this concept that you're never. And of course, when you feed IGN and Kotaku and all these outlets, they're going to grab that headline and they're going to run with it. And the and your and your fan base and your, and your haters are going to grab it and and hold on to it forever. And then that day comes when you disappoint everyone, and the haters will come out and say, "We told you so. You didn't last five years." And your players will be like, "But you said you're going to leave it up because you're going to have like the five people that still play Battleborn that like will, the day that the server goes down, they're going to be mad that Gearbox and 2K let them down. I don't think anyone plays it anymore because the queue times are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but but they have a fallout for this too. So in five years, when the servers go down, they could just be like, "Well, you guys didn't say anything about this in the beta when we asked you to tell us things that are wrong." So I mean, technically, it's <laughs> your fault. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> now, this, so before we before we move on to our last topic, the, I guess my last point about this is. In this age that we're moving where everything is a server-based game, like, yeah, maybe you have a disc for Destiny 2 or something, but realistically, it's just a key to get onto the server, load your player, and play your game. It's so different nowadays than being able to grab a cartridge and play it anytime you want, no matter the situation. If you have if you have internet access or not, you can play your game. And now we're moving into this this concept again of, if you don't have internet connection, you don't have a game. Yet you paid sixty dollars for it, and you know if that server goes away, you really have nothing but a disc. And I'm getting a face here. I'm just looking at you. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, so I mean, this comes back to that whole argument about ownership and and just being able to back in the day being able to buy a game and keep that game for as long as you want for as long as that cartridge worked or as long as that disc lasted you could play the video game and I don't know I mean how do you, how do you feel about Fallout 76 especially with the the negative feedback it's already received the lack of Bethesda coming out and saying yeah we're going to fix things right away and just the the idea that this this game could die quicker than we anticipate, which could hurt this game long-term, where you don't have a five-year shelf life. Maybe this thing dies in four years, I three mean, years. For me, it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to buy this relatively near when it comes out, if not on release day. I'm going to play online. I'm going to enjoy it for my period of time that I'm going to enjoy it, and then I'm going to put it down and probably not play it anymore. Um, but I could see the issue of people that are like that into WoW. So like, if WoW shut down its servers... You all of that stuff that you bought for World of Warcraft, you can't play. Like, the server's down. Yeah. So you just can't play any of that money that you put into the game. So the servers, for them, legit have to stay up, or else there would be this giant riot on their hands for people being like, well, then you owe us all this money back because we can't play these games that, that we paid for. So, I mean, I can kind of see, I guess, where Bethesda's coming, where they have to try to keep the servers up since this is a server-based game. But at the same time, for me as an individual gamer, I'm I'm going to put my time into it early on, and then I'm probably going to put it down and not play it anymore. So I don't think the servers are going to die out in the life expectancy of when I'm going to play it. So That's true. But you are going to be the cause of other people's pain. Pot- potentially, I guess. Yeah, sorry in advance, everyone. Tess, did you have a point you wanted to make? Nope. Okay. I'll ask you about your face later then. I was just making a face. I don't believe you. All right, well, we have uh, one more topic, and I'm not even going to introduce it. It's going right over to Tess because he is the expert. Tess, what is our last topic of the day? Our last topic of the day is all of the things that we found out in that 40-minute Nintendo Direct I spoke about earlier. Now, Nintendo went live last Thursday and uh, for 40 minutes talked about nothing but Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and their final Direct before the game comes out this December 7th. What we learned, um, and I'll rattle off kind of a little bit of everything here. We got our final two playable characters that are going to be on the card at launch. Um, an Echo Fighter for Ryu, Ken, right? Just as we kind of expect. Boo. That's, a, that's a big boo. boo for me. Stupid. And then we got 
the heel wrestling Pokemon yeah. of Incineroar. Yeah, we're the horns for my man Incineroar! You know, real quickly, Ken, I mean, plays just like Ryu, like no big deal. Uh, Incineroar looks like something above and beyond what we've seen. It's a very close combat, um, almost like a, not really a combo-based, but a grappler-based uh, um, smash fighter, so that's going to be really cool. Um, we saw about all the new amiibos. One of the big things they're doing away with is trophies in this in this iteration of the game. They're doing nothing but spirits, which spirits span all sorts of games, and it's in line with like the meta storytelling of the game. Um, but it's going to work as equipment, so that's kind of interesting because we haven't had really an equipment system aside from the Mii Fighters up till this point where you'll have a primary spirit and some support spirits, and you can level up your spirits, and they give you more attack or more defense and things like that. I'm not sure what that's going to do to, like, the, uh, I'm sure that the competitive meta of the whole game will not have any equipment, but, you know, when you're just playing by yourself, I guess you can have equipment and whatnot. Um, they did a lot to, um, to the online play, where now you get matched based on your preferred rule set, um, you'll have a global ranking system, and uh, it'll prioritize distance over everything else. So Nintendo is trying to get ahead of the fact that they know that a lot of their online is garbage. So the number one thing they're looking for is distance between the two players. Up to the point where they actually said, like, stability of your internet's important. Consider buying a wired connector to your Switch, which came out in 2017 and doesn't have an Ethernet port on it. So um, I imagine next year's wah, Switch wah, will wah. have a Ethernet port on it. Switch 2.0. Switch 2.0. Um, we got a bunch more about Elite Battles, which is going to be kind of like your super ranked. Um, a lot of stuff that we already kind of saw. And then for the, what was that What was that um, That stupid uh, game we just talked about, the Diablo, what's it called? Diablo what? Immortal. For the Diablo's Im Diablo Immortals moment of this show, we saw the first, it's not even a DLC character. It is the first, what was DLC? Just free. If you buy the game before, I think, the end of it, January. It's sort of like a pre-order. It's an early adopter An bonus. early adopter bonus. You get none other than the Piranha Plant from Mario. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Best character in the game. Chomp, 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 chomp. Chomp, 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 chomp. Indeed. We <laughs> saw his moveset. He's got feet for some reason. Um, he turns into PD Piranha when he goes like uh, when he gets a super and everything. It looks kind of zany. It's a super big curveball from uh, from the Smash Brothers team um, that I really didn't see coming. Um, we found out about the DLC. They're very upfront about the DLC. There's going to be five DLC packs for six bucks a piece. Each one will have a fighter, a stage, and um, like uh, a set of music tracks. Come at six bucks. They said it'll take place throughout the course of next year, but. You can buy them all up front in a fighter pass for twenty five bucks, so you'll save yourself five dollars if you buy them all in advance. That's like one for free. That's all. That's that's almost one for free. Yeah. If you're and if you're asking, yes, I already bought the game and the fighter pass, so you know <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm already in. Um, and then the very last thing we saw, which if you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash Gamesilla Media, we saw. Um, at the very end of the show, uh, Sakurai, who's the director of all the Smash Brothers and just an absolute workhorse. Um, he said, like, well, where do these spirits come from? What's the genesis of spirits? And we saw this trailer that I talked about in Team Talk, having watched a hundred times, where there's some big force, big uh, celestial-looking being that kind of reminds me of Taboo from um, Brawl and a bunch of master hands going for the characters. You see a lineup of almost all the good guys and some of the bad guys trying to fight off these celestial or these master hand 
rays of light that's just killing everybody, but they all get killed or vaporized or something, except for Kirby. Oh, Kirby, 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 Kirby. Yeah, yeah, that. So, <laughs> so a, a, as what's been deemed online as the Sakurai bias, uh, Kirby being the now uh, internet proclaimed strongest person in Nintendo or strongest fighter in the Smash Brothers universe because he was the only one that could survive this attack by this new bad guy who I think the name is Galeem. 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 G-A-L-E-E-M. Console. Galeem. Joy-Cons. Joy-Con. Galeem. G-A-L-E-E-M. I got it this time. Wii U. Wii U. <laughs> So we see. So we got some sort of a bad guy. Uh, the adventure mode is unlike anything we've seen before, with a, an overworld map where you're going in between fights. Doesn't look like it's gonna play like the subspace subspace emissary that we saw in Brawl. It's not a side-scrolling type adventure. It's just pretty much like you on an overworld map going between unlockables. Um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 what we know. Uh, they did spend some time on the help menu. They showed us the help menu and the music menu. Um, when that showed up at like the 32 minute mark, I almost shit myself. I'm like, come on, this is not this is not what we need to use this time for. Sakurai, get off the help menu. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's everything we know. We've got about what just over five weeks. So that means we got five more directs for Smash coming, right? Well, there is a rumor that we've got one on uh, on November 8th. Why we don't need wait for Smash? No, no, he did say this is the final Smash. Good direct. God, that thank you. But like we, I'm excited for this game, but dear Lord, just but, stop. But the rumor is that Metroid is going to be in this last direct, the last mm. direct of the year. They're going to highlight a little bit of Metroid. Tease, tease you a little bit. I'm very excited for that. So that's what Along we. He's not about, don't tell him that he's not going to sleep until the eighth now. I know, and that's going to be up all that night. That might not even be a real rumor. So yeah, we saw that. Not. We saw voice We're acting. N64 classic. We saw voice acting. We saw all sorts of good stuff. Um, I'm very excited for this game. I, I like I said, I bought it right away. Spent ninety bones, bought it, downloaded it. It's ready to go. Just waiting till December seventh. Good. Everything looked good. I uh, this the uh, Deadite was the one that kind of filled me in on the spirit concept, and that seems interesting. Uh, I think I think Deadite's point of it was like how how is it going to work, and and where will it be used versus not used. Um, but it, it is an interesting addition to the game that could add some unique, like, configurations. Especially, like, yeah, it might not be on the pro circuit, but, like, from a competitive fighting scene, like, uh, could it be something where it allows two, you know, Fox McClouds to, to sit there and fight and, and uh, you know, actually have a slight variance because of their build-out? I'm excited, and also to to me, what it gives you is um, a little bit more drive to play. Having unlockables that, like, okay, I was never that interested in unlocking the little trophy collections in other Smash Brothers games, but you know, knowing that these little spirits, you're going to be able to level them up, attach them to your character, and get different buffs. Uh, to me, that that gives me more drive to try and get a loadout I like for each character that I like playing. So I am actually very excited about that aspect of it as a collectible. Doesn't it seem kind of stupid, though, that they went from these cool 3D rendered trophies to just these 2D, like, essentially, like, stickers? 
I the spirits. I never found the trophies that cool, so I didn't care. I just like you could get. I, I don't know if it's every game. At least the last couple ones, you could go into your like your collection view, and it's just all the trophies on the on a table. Yeah, I remember that. And I like that because I like collecting a lot of things and then looking at all of them and going like, I have these things. That's me. I'm a collector guy. So my my thing is, I'm wondering if because, um, you know, we do have our charity stream. Um, the day after Smash Brothers comes out, you know, 36 hours after Smash Brothers becomes playable, we are going to be uh, for 12 hours playing the game, uh, try to raise money for charity. And I'm just wondering, am I going to be able to go through adventure mode and unlock all 70 characters? Well, all 62 characters that aren't available, you know, when you start up the game by that time. I think you will because you will be obsessed I still think you shouldn't because I like the thrill of unlocking characters on the stream. But you're also then then I have to not play as much as I want. I'm definitely not going to be playing it with the idea that I'm going to unlock everything. Like I can't stop until I unlock everything, but I am going to play the shit out of it the day that I get it. That's why I bought it. That's why I paid the extra money to get it digital. That's why I, you know, that's why I, I want it at midnight, not at 12:30 when I get home from my local retailer. Makes sense. Or oh God. you'll still be able to play the game. I am not good at Smash at all and know very little about it. So I can come over within that time and you could teach me how to play the game so that way you're still playing but you're not unlocking everything so we can still do it during the stream. Well, no, a, a lot of Smash Brothers um, unlockables in previous iterations, it'll be like, hey, once you play 50 matches, you un you unlock the next character. Once you play 100 matches, you unlock the next character. Oh, so there's okay. always two ways to unlock him. If you do this one specific thing... You unlock the character, or when you p play a thousand verse matches, you unlock the character. So, we, which is to Deadite's point, how cool would that be if we're just playing all of a sudden? You know, Deadite just crushes Xander in a one v one, and then boy. it's like, by the way, a new challenger approaches, and it's Ken to avenge Xander's defeat, and he just crushes Deadite, and then we don't <laughs> unlock Ken. Speaking of Xander, he Ooh. wrote he wrote in a question. It's like I did that segue intentionally. It's almost like it was intentional, and you ruined it by pointing out that it was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> Xander wrote us a, an email this week in regards to some of the Smash Brothers news, and he says, uh, It's prediction time. We know we're getting five DLC fighters for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Who are they? And here are Xander's predictions. Fire Emblem Sword Guy. Fire Emblem Axe Guy. Fire Emblem Spear Girl. Oh. Fire Emblem Sword Girl. Uh oh And uh, Goku. <laughs> From Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> write down your answer. Seal them in an envelope. Whoever gets the most right gets two cookies from Xander. Oh, then we don't have oh, to answer it. Hell. But we're going to answer it. We're not going to actually do the cookie bet. I prefer but I just, want the cookies. Are we just doing one each or do I have to come up with five? You you mean that you can't just come up with five off the top of your head? Mm. I, I I thought you were better than that. Let's do one. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I can't even remember what my one is that I came up with a little bit ago. I'm really. I'm gonna have to go in a minute because I had a really good one, and I blanked on it because I'm an idiot. Uh, I think one with the recent love that Nintendo Xbox have had together. They're gonna bring in Master Chief to fight against uh, Snake, and uh, there you go. It's never gonna happen, but uh, Master Chief from Halo coming to Smash Brothers. Well, Phil Spencer already said he's willing to play nice. I know. That's what I mean. Like it is. So you say it's never going to happen. I think Banjo Kazooie is super likely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, rare, rare definitely is another good option. Jazzy. Owned by Microsoft. I'm going to do the best I can to answer this, even though I feel like I'm going to be awful. But I actually think this might be be decent. I'm going to give you two. All right. 
and I'm going to say this only because they recently came out with these fighters in the game, I think we could potentially see Kali and Mari. Oh, from Splatoon from 1. Splatoon from Splatoon 1. From Splatoon in general. Yeah. Interesting. So just like as an Echo Fighter or at... No, because they said they're not going to be any Echo Fighters. They're going to be built from the ground up. But I guess we've never actually seen them like be an right. inkling, though. Or maybe, oh yeah, because like what they they all they sing, so maybe it'd be like a what's the what's the Mortal Kombat character that's all voice based or it's like screaming based? Oh, uh, what's Siren? Siren? No, Sidel. Sidel. No, no, Sindel. Sindel. Sidel's a wrestler. Sidel. Sindel. Yeah. Shao Kahn's wife. Yeah, yeah. So super possible. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I think we're going to see, just because Sakurai in the Direct called out specifically that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 characters weren't going to be in it because they had decided the rosters before Xenoblade Chronicles 2 went into production, I feel like that was a way of saying, like, hey, guys, just relax. We know. Like, we know that the game took off in the West much bigger than we expected. We know that you want a character from this game. They added in a me costume for Rex, which is the main character of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you know, for your me. So I don't think we're going to get Rex because, you know, they kind of just, you know, swept him under the rug. I think we'll get um, Pyra and Mithra, which are two of the the main blades from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as um, rather as like echoes of each other and we get like a cool two for one or um, almost like a chic Zelda before they split, you know, and um, after melee where you can kind of switch in between the two characters. All right. I have one that I think is going to happen and one that I want that will never happen. Uh, the one that I, I honestly think will be one of the five uh, Dixie Kong. I really think we're going to get her because I don't think we've seen her as an assist or anything yet, have we? But we've also disproven that assist trophies mean you're screwed because there has true. been a couple characters that were assist that are even spirits in the game now yeah. that are already characters. So I think that throws that off the table. Okay. So, so again, I'm a huge Dixie Kong fan, so I, I want to see that happen. And here's the one that's not ever going to happen, but I've never heard anyone else say this. And... It, it makes me feel like I'm, a, I'm ahead of the curve on this one. It's never going to happen. But what about DuckTales Scrooge McDuck? If we're not going to get Shovel Knight, let's get the pogo <laughs> stick in Scrooge McDuck, you know, knocking uh, knocking crates at people and pogoing on them. It'd be great. Never going to happen because it's a Disney character, but it'd be great. I like that answer much better than your homeboy answer. I'll tell what? you that right now. The homeboy answer, that's the, that's the, best, I, that's the best thing I've ever said on this show. The homeboy answer. Fact. Until you just said this, so you're moving <laughs> up in the world. <laughs> All right, well, that's been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit gameslibmedia.com where you can read the blog, watch the videos, listen to all the podcasts, gameslibmedia.com. But now it's time for the must or bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? This week's game release is full of great... No, I just can't say it. Got full of games. Full of games. So let's get started. Uh, first game, Brawlhalla for the Nintendo Switch. Free to play. Free to play. If you free don't like Smash and you want to play Smash, don't play this game. It will disappoint you. Uh, Brawlhall is okay. I mean, free to play, uh, I don't know. It's, it's okay. We got a maybe from Test, a thumbs up from Deadite, and a thumbs down from Jazzy. I got early access to it, and I've been playing it a bit this last week. It's 
I mean, it's just as fun as Brawl Out is, you know, and it, so it's, it, it tries to be Smash, but it's not. I mean, it's free to play, which has a huge advantage, but it's still not Smash Brothers. Yep. Um, up next for the Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PS4, World of Final Fantasy Maxima. This is a, a re-release of the World of Final Fantasy game. It is hitting the Switch for the first time, and it just has DLC and extra stuff added to it. Um, yeah, I, I, thumbs down. Not not interested. This was just a... I don't know. Did, didn't do it for me. I, I played on the PS4. Wasn't that great. Uh, next up for the Nintendo Switch, Sky Force Anniversary. This is a definite thumbs up for me. If you have not played Sky Force, look for that top-down, old-school shooter-style game. This thing's great. Test, why are you thumbs down and on Sky Force? I, don't, I have no idea what this is. Oh, it's a, it's a top-down shooter um, that has a, you call it like an RPG, it has a progression system. Yeah. So you have missions you have to do in every level, uh, and you can you know gain coins, and, and you can power up your, your plane or spaceship or whatever it is, and uh, then you that's how you have to make it through the level. Is through the the grind of growing stronger. It's a it's a super fun and satisfying top down shooter experience. So, but you guys really spoke highly of that one game that started with the letter I. Ikaruga. I yeah, I didn't think that was funny. I've either. never played Ikaruga. Ikaruga is extremely more difficult, like way more difficult than than Skyforce. Is this roguelike? Like, do you do you no. die and then start over with your upgrades and keep going? Oh uh, uh, yeah, 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 technically. So it's kind of like a roguelike. Yeah, it because it, it, it has a x. You you gain experience, you know you you you're collecting coins or whatever. You know when you kill enemies, and then you can save up enough to buy upgrades for your ship. Yep. How much is it? Uh, I believe it's nine ninety nine. So. Mm, that's a maybe. Yeah, it's, I need I, you I, could, need, you, I need something to play until Pokemon comes. You could play it on PlayStation at my house and give it a try. Yeah, Sky Force is a lot of fun. I put a lot of time into it's, it. I got super addicted for an entire weekend. It's like yeah. all I played. Yep. Okay. Uh, next game I have is special just for Deadite on the Nintendo Switch, November eighth. Johnny Turbo's Arcade Breakthrough. <laughs> next game is <laughs> next game I have is Tetris Effects is dropping for the PS4 if you're looking for the next next iteration of VR Tetris what? yeah you can play it in VR listen Tetris was fine on a, a green and black screen Jazzy, in, in 89 it doesn't need to be in VR Jazzy's really excited for this game because he finally has something to play on his VR yeah what better way to express how wonderful virtual reality is than to reach out, grab a block, and put it into a spot on a Tetris? Except board. you don't really reach out. You you have a wand in your hand that you go and you like pretend to grab it with the wand, and so, yeah. so I hit the button and it closes my hand. It was my hand. Like, uh, <laughs> Tetris effects coming out November 9th for the PS4. The can't um, vent gloves because the power gloves. Jazzy's go to game. His go to game, game of the year, Cabela's the Hunt Championship Edition Bundle, Nintendo Switch. That's right. You can go hunting on the go. Jazzy, you know you're buying this. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you guys remember Deer Avenger? <laughs> All right. It was made people made Deer Hunter, but you shot people as a deer. But Jazzy's definitely gonna get this. Ne- <laughs> that Jazzy, sounds interesting. Jazzy's definitely gonna get this next game, The Walking Vegetables Radical Edition for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> that what? is not even on this list. Where are you seeing the Walking oh, Vegetables? Walking Vegetables Radical Edition. It is there. You're looking oh at it. Oh my god, what is that, this game? I don't even know. But realistically, my last game is the GOAT. 2K games can do no wrong, and they are releasing NBA 2K Playgrounds 2! 
Deadite's favorite game. He is so excited for this game that he's already pre-ordered it. November 9th on the Nintendo Switch, probably on the Xbox and PS4 as well. If you played the first game, you will understand why they gave me Shaq Fu for free and why Deadite is holding down the cricket sound. <laughs> Do not buy this game. Do not give them your money. It is more of a mess from the early reviews that we've read. St- same problems, just just them trying to cash grab some more money for for a, a rehash of their game that was already a mess. There was a there were several basically perfect arcade style basketball games made in the 1990s, and then no one's ever been able to do it since. I don't understand. I guess clearly it's a lot harder to make that game than we thought. Yeah, Midway was the only one who knew how to do it. Yeah, with, oh, man. but with mutant, rest in peace, Midway. Give me give me mutant basketball now. Give me mutant everything. Yeah, that's right. You're you're right. I mean that that actually plays the closest to to a classic midway game. All right, well that's been our muster bust. Whoa, 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 whoa! You forgot the most important game this week. Oh, I forgot one, and Tessa's uh, going to give it to allegedly us. Allegedly, on November eighth, this Thursday, for Nintendo Switch only, the YouTube app. That's not even a game. Get a YouTube app. Give them some app. bad sounds for that. YouTube app. YouTube app. YouTube app. Yeah, let's YouTube let's go app. watch let's go watch YouTube videos on a device that battery burns up. Let's I'm curious how how efficient YouTube has uh, managed to make their app. You just dock it, man. You just dock watch it, it on man. TV. Why am I gonna, TV. If I have my system docked, I'm going to watch YouTube on something far better than my Switch. You don't know that it's not good on your Switch. I do know. He's not even a YouTube guy. You don't even watch YouTube. Man, I do not really watch YouTube. <laughs> when you're the face of Switch, though, you watch YouTube on the Switch. Uh, yeah, I haven't been able to watch YouTube because since, since, since the, the Switch, Switch came the, out. The right. sad yeah. part, no, I mean, the sad part is, is that you damn well know your YouTube looks better on your iPhone than it does your Switch. I, we don't know that, but I we can't. Do. But I can say it looks better on my first generation iPad than it did on the Wii U, because <laughs> <laughs> the Wii U scaled everything at like 360p. Yeah, well, so this is not going to scale very well on the Switch. If it gives me 1080p, he docked, can't dock his iPad. Yeah, I can't dock you are, my iPad. Why would you watch YouTube docked? Like again, like on I'm the Switch? Because I'm trying to eat dinner, and the last <laughs> yeah. thing my Switch, my TV was hooked up to was my Switch. Oh, yeah, he's my got those God. tots and mot sticks. He doesn't want to get his Switch all greasy. Grimlock. Man, we talking tots and mots? We talking tots, tots and, and mots? This has been Muster Bust. <laughs> this has been tots or mots. <laughs> the answer is both. Let's wrap this up. We thought, we thought we were supposed to try to finish this in an hour. I clearly yeah. think we've already lost that, that oh, we battle. we way past it. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Do you have anything? The FBI has just sent... You still have emails? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like the emails. Downloading emails from GameZillaMedia.com. You riggedy write them, I try to riggedy read them. It's emails here on the GameZilla podcast. Get your emails, get your questions, and get them answered by emailing info at GameZillaMedia.com. And uh, if it's a good question, it might make the show. Like, we've had some pretty good ones this week, a few that we could integrate in with our news. But uh, we're going to close out with a little bit of fun here from our friend from the West Coast. West Side. Mr. Sean Black. You guys ready for it? Yeah. I'm ready, did I? Now, I'm I'm a little 
a little, a little upset with Sean because it is early November, so I think it's actually a little too early to even be asking this question. My wait, wait is this is this holiday related? This better not be about Christmas. Because if it is, I just want to go ahead and throw my wife under the bus and let everyone know she was listening to Christmas music yesterday when she cleaned the house and it pissed me off. Tell her she can lose my number. <laughs> lose all of her numbers. She's stop. no she's never invited to my house again. Stop. Tell her she could call Laura. I was like, and get I was like literally <laughs> Halloween was just last week. It's too soon. The Monster Mash is still good for... No, Monster Mash is good year-round. Never year-round. Right, that's right. All right, here's Sean, Sean's question. What is on the team's Christmas list? Have you guys already put up the Christmas tree? And uh, then lastly, money not being an object, what would you buy for your spouse for Christmas? I got an answer to all these. <sighs> yeah, go ahead. Why don't you start it off? Number, sure. number one. As just discussed before the show started, normally I'm a hard person to buy for when it comes to Christmas because I buy things I want when I want, and that's a problem for me. But Samesies. occasionally there's a game that comes out that I don't want at full price, but I would be happy if someone bought it for me. This year, I'm just letting the mom and the dad, the parents know I want Diablo 3 for the Switch because I'm not going to buy it myself, but I'd like to play it. Number two, is the Christmas tree up? Not yet, but it will be sometime between Thanksgiving and the charity stream on December 8th because I got to have the Christmas tree on the charity stream. It's the spirit of the holidays. Oh, that's not going to green screen well at all. We're going to have floating ornaments on the on the charity stream. <laughs> There's going to be a Christmas ghost. There's going to be a spooky Christmas ghost. And three, no matter how much money I have, I wouldn't buy her anything because I don't have a spouse. It's fair. There. Um, go ahead, Jesse. Oh, in reverse order, I technically don't have a spouse either, but my lady slash I like to call her domestic partner. It's an accurate description. Yeah. Very accurate. Um there's not really anything I think that she would like aside from I think for her a trip to Europe. I'd probably plan her a trip to Europe because she's always trying to convince me to go to these different places and travel and most of the time it's it's across the pond so uh i'd probably plan her a nice trip around europe um the tree itself is not up however we do have a tree that's in like a little pot that you set out on your front porch that is temporarily being tested in the living room to make sure it works so that it can go on the porch so uh kind of and um what do I want for Christmas? I am more of a giver for Christmas than I am a receiver. So what I would like for Christmas is I would like for you to go to GameZillaMedia.com, click GameZilla Gives Back, and donate to charity so that we can get a go-kart in the hands of the children's at mine. Gaming go-kart, not an actual go-kart. That was a good plot twist. That was very solid. Super good. Considering I didn't get my charity episode. You didn't. You're welcome. Thank it's you almost Jesse. like I planned it. But now you ruined it because you talked about planning it. <laughs> um, okay, so, did I, you want to go ahead and answer these? Yeah, I'll go ahead and give my answers. Um, so, what's on my Christmas list? Well, I just sent my mom my birthday list, which always ends up being the same thing when you have a fall birthday. You're like, ah, here's just one list, buy me whatever. Uh, what I, I had a lot a lot of games on there, a lot of those like first party Nintendo games like Captain Toad or Mario Party, like games I didn't want to necessarily throw down the cash on. Another thing, uh, the 8-Bit Do 
SN30 Pro, the one that has like it's the full like Pro control, but looks like a Super Nintendo controller. That's a cool one that I threw on my list. That we'll see, we'll see if uh, Grandma buys it for me or something. And um, is my tree already up? No, because Christmas doesn't start until December. Thank you. Ooh, not after Thanksgiving. You wait till December one. Uh, per, if it were up to me, Christmas. Let's uh, you you get seven days. Your tree can be up for seven days. It's up to me. Oh, but, wow. <laughs> and even that's too much. Like oh, like my wife's like yeah. Let's let's get it going as soon as possible. Uh, she knows if Christmas music is played while I'm at home, I'll probably just burn her house down. So uh, you know, I, I might let her put it up early because this is our first Christmas in the house. So she's pretty geeked up about that. But no, Christmas tree does not need to go up excessively early. It can just be a December thing. And what then, if it's not the tree, but it's like an outside potted tree? Light lights can go up after Thanksgiving, weather permitted. So, like, if you're like, uh, oh, there's a nice warm day after Thanksgiving, I better get the lights up today. That's acceptable. Also, Christmas lights are better than the tree. I'm not a tree guy. All right. Especially fake trees. They're a lie. I want real trees <laughs> to want to cut down and kill something, bring it into my house. I want the smell of real pine in my house. Uh, and if money wasn't an object, uh, I would buy my wife a Jeep. She really wants a Jeep. She talks about it all the time. And uh, I keep telling her, well, keep dry- keep driving the truck you're going to drive until uh, forever. So <laughs> tell her not to keep her fingers crossed on getting a new truck anytime soon. All right. So something I want for myself, I guess, as a gift, I, I um, am really hunting for that uh Game Boy Micro Famicom Edition. I know there's one that might uh, be offered up to me here eventually, but that's something I've still been wanting. But I think, I guess right now, the thing that I've been trying to get and actually having a hard time, so it would be it would make a really cool surprise, would be a complete-in-the-box copy of Pokemon Crystal. If someone was able to figure that out, find it, get it, and surprise me for Christmas, that would be a pretty awesome gift because it would complete my Pokemon collection and it's actually something I've been having a real diff- like in this day and age you should be able to find anything and this one is still um, slipping through my grasp so that would be something I'd want the tree is not up <laughs> we are procrastinators at our house so uh, the tree will get up pro- December 27th yeah, yeah pretty de- pretty close to when our like we usually host for New Year's Eve so it'll be or sorry for Christmas Eve so it'll be up uh, you know then Hopefully, so and it'll go down when I take it down before Nerd Barbecue. Yep, yep. It usually stays up a little bit longer too for that <laughs> same reason. Um, taking taking trees down is the worst because you have to take every ornament off and then you, then you have to box them, make sure they don't get damaged, and yeah, it's just yeah, not not a fan. But what you do is you just get a real tree, throw it out in the yard of the LA on fire, and then you never buy ornaments again. Hmm, I like that. I, I might try that one this year. Yeah, and then it. if money wasn't an object, I actually would probably set up a uh, double date vacation with Lauren and Jazzy because if we could go to Europe and hit castles and everything yeah. that would make my wife be a dream come true for her so and then we'd be able to just Jazzy and I'd be able to go hit all the gaming out areas we'd be able to break away from the women because someone would be able the, the Lauren and Jade could go and do their own thing right and it They'd would be like, work yeah, we're out. gonna plan it on this time why oh I don't know games come yeah what'd you, <laughs> yeah, what, what'd you do all day we sat inside and played video games games you're in europe you paid thousands of dollars to come here to sit inside and play the games yeah 
What's huh. wrong with that? Their ping is better. <laughs> <laughs> Their ping is better. So, yeah. Um, no, I think it'd be a really cool trip. So, there you go. All right. Well, that is the email segment for today. So, again, if you want your emails answered, send them in. Info at GameZillaMedia.com. Thanks for the cue, Sean. All right. Well. That's our show, guys. We can uh, wrap it up here. Remind everybody to visit GameZillaMedia.com where you can check out all the podcasts. GameZilla Podcast, The Legend of Retro, Noobs and Dragons, Last Action Podcast, and The Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. These are all of our shows that come out every week. Was it Monday through Friday? Yep. Yeah. Do we have one every day? We don't have a Thursday show currently. Ah, yeah, that's right. We Rest in peace. R.I.P. Gamezilla Alpha. <laughs> R.I.P. We, yeah. we old yellered you. Yeah. We have the blog there where you can read about all sorts of new rev- you know, games coming out, uh, what we thought of, directs, and, and movie reviews for... Uh, what are you talking s- about? Yeah, we do. Legend of Retro comes out on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we used to have two we shows just didn't on Thursday? have a yeah. Sunday last, show. Last action. Yeah. Alpha, us, Alpha recorded on Thursdays but didn't drop till... Then Legend. Oh, yeah. Then drop till Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're good. I was trying to get people to forget about Legend of Retro. You guys, yeah, you guys sabotaged uh, my covert yeah. attempt to uh, undermine them. Yeah, you can do it. And uh, we're going to take it over the test right now. So Games Low Media also has one other very important thing going on on the website. For the next two months, or almost two months, uh, you can go to gameslowmedia.com. Just like Jazzy said earlier, top of the page was a banner for GameZilla Media Gives Back. We are trying to raise $3,500 to provide a portable gaming cart to a local children's hospital. If you go to the website, you'll see everything we have planned, a live stream that I've referenced more than a couple times here on this very podcast, um, and a video explaining you know, who we are, which you probably already know, and why we're doing it. So as of right now, we are at $1,215, a little over one-third of the way there. Um, if we reach our goal before the end of December, then the entire month of January, all of our Patreon-exclusive content will be completely public to everybody. So we've got a goal for you guys. If you guys help us, then we got, we will give back in content. Um, if you're watching live on the Twitch stream, we see a list of our donors that helped us get to this far. Um, so thank you, everybody, so much for already sharing it on social media. Um, you know, just talking about it with friends and family and uh, to those that have actually donated and taken money out of their wallets to help us make this donation. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Seriously, it's been uh, it's been awesome. We, the the it's amazing what we've already done in such a short period of time. And so it just again shows us the great community we have here. Uh, lastly, anything anything else you guys need to talk about, Jazzy? Nah. All right. Well, then I just want to remind everybody to please hit that follow button, that subscribe button, that heart emoji. Give us five stars on iTunes. Leave a review. However it is you listen to the podcast, let us know and help us out. Reach more people. This has been episode 232 of the Games Little Podcast. We will see you next week. And until then, game, game on. on. You really wouldn't buy your wife Disneyland? Just all of Disneyland. Ooh, that's a good Disney answer. World. Disneyland and World. Just all of it. I guess I didn't think big enough, guys. (laughs) I don't dream hard enough. Yeah, well, have fun when you get home.